0: Is this art good? Hello, everyone. Hi. It's Is This Art Good? (laughs) It sure is. (laughs) Uh,
1: How's it going, Devin? I'm well. I'm well, I think. I'm... I'm well as well. I'm back. I'm back in my glorious hometown of Honk Sound. Honk Sound.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we already know that you live in Honk Sound.
1: Yeah. Kingston. Yeah. Honk Sound. Kingston. Kingston, Ontario. Wow. Are we getting, we're yeah. getting that meta where we just don't
0: even say the thing anymore? Like we censor ourselves?
1: <laughs> That's way nicer. Yeah. Because yeah. then I don't
0: have to do, I don't have to put it in afterwards. Yeah. Every time that you say Honk Soundy. Yeah, every time that I say
1: egg <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, every time that you say egg soundy <laughs> Egg soundy egg sandwich. Egg sandwich. How um what I we, How is your week? Dude, my <laughs> my week was good. Give me one sec, okay? <laughs> yeah. I forgot to close my window. Oh. Yep. We're going to hear a, a car honk sound. You're probably going to hear a seagull go oh all right that's not that wasn't a bad seagull yeah it'd be it'd be nice if i could just trust that there weren't going to be any car sounds outside and i could just let like there be like a little ambient seagull sound to our podcast make it
0: sound like you're recording on the beach it's like a like a zoom call a zoom call where you put like the tropical beach background but it's it's like parking lot seagull
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And it's like eating like a hot dog someone dropped. Yeah, a flock of seagulls. Yeah, yeah. Just like what we're reviewing today. Uh, (laughs)
0: Deltarune Chapter 2. I'm so glad you did that because I was about to go, I have no segue. We're reviewing Deltarune Chapter (laughs) 2. Like, I've got no fucking way. That's, yeah. Yeah. Last week we did Deltarune Chapter 1. If you didn't listen to that, go listen to it. Uh, this clearly says, like, it says 32B, and it says Chapter 2. So if you're any, like, normal person, you'd go, huh, I should look up the Chapter 1 episode. But maybe you're just... Yeah. Uh, 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 maybe you're just a nasty little freak. I was going to say con man, but...
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe <laughs> use nasty. I don't know. <laughs> maybe you are just a nasty little freak man. <laughs> what? Maybe. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't know, maybe. So what's, so
0: recap. So chapter one ends with Chris ripping their heart out. Yep. And throwing it in a cage. Now, this is one of the very first things I noticed because in chapter one, I checked the uh, the wagon that the cage is in at the beginning. Yeah. And it says like a wagon that's gotten into many accidents or something like that. Yeah. In this, if you check it, it, it points out the bird cage.
1: Right, yeah, yeah.
0: It doesn't point out the wagon anymore. It, it points out the cage. And I thought that was just like a, an interesting little uh, difference. And I think there's a lot of that. Like every interaction that you have, it's the next day, right? So every interaction
1: you have with somebody is a different interaction. Yeah, I, I like that even though it's like a just kind of a little side part of your... Like obviously the wheelbarrow and the cage like seem to have some importance... But I like that, like almost everything in your house at the beginning, it has like a slightly different description. Like if you go up to the yeah. uh, to the mirror, it says something else. Yeah. The uh, shower, the shower, and the uh, garbage
0: can are the same though. Those are two that I remember: <laughs> yeah. the apple yeah. shampoo and like pet shampoo,
1: and then yeah, yeah, yeah. The the tiny uh, thing of apple shampoo. And the giant jug of pet shampoo. That's it. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And doesn't it comes up later about eating apple scented shampoo? Yeah. uh, Chris asks Susie if if she eats it. I think Susie, um, like when she goes to wash her hands Mm -hmm, at the end, mm -hmm. um, it's implied that she like drank a bunch of the the apple scented shampoo. (laughs) Right. That's fine. She's a little quirky monster yeah she's yeah. she was just a little hungry for apples sure you know yeah it's basically just thick apple juice that that uh. makes your insides squeaky clean yes yeah, squeaky clean man
0: have you heard about the fucking like okay immediately tangent this isn't a true <laughs> this isn't a true crime podcast but this is a real the sh- real thing i'm about to say the fucking like bodega robbery or whatever that the robbers made the people drink drano what the fuck oh yeah this is like seriously high profile like in the 70s or 80s in the u.s um okay somebody robbed like a grocery store convenience store something like that and fucking made them like held people hostage and made them drink drano and then in the like testimony that one of the witnesses gave one of the witnesses that didn't drink the Drano gave like fucking a super super brutal like detailed description of like what the Drano did to these people yeesh yeah 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 you can look that up if you're interested in more details
1: but (laughs) trigger warning well that's that's fucked i'm glad that that doesn't seem to happen to susie from drinking chemicals and eating chalk yeah well well, chalk is just that's like Rolades and tums right yeah you can actually <laughs> I, sure yeah is, it's calcium chalk. chalk chalk is like calcium? a calcium yep oh okay okay yeah so i'm i can just go eat a fucking big old fucking box of it i mean sure and then you get a kidney stone Sounds pretty cool.
0: Doesn't sound. <laughs> great. Although some, I think some chalk, I think some chalk is made out of like limestone, but I'm pretty sure oh, it's okay. I'm pretty sure it's calcium. I don't know. Is lime? Right. I don't know enough about like rocks in general to tell you about.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. They're all over the place. I couldn't tell you anything about them. No.
0: <laughs> I, anyway, Susie likes chalk. I like to talk. Ch- Delta Rune chapter two. So next day you go to school, you wake up and your your mom's like, Hi honey, let's go to school. She's a teacher. We didn't mention that Toriel's yeah. a teacher at the school.
1: Well, yeah, she's the she's the other teacher. She's like the kindergarten teacher. Right, that makes sense. Yeah, it seems. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: Okay. Snoriel, I like to call her.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Snoozy. Snoozy. So let's go from the start. They like they kind of head back into the dark world. Um, meet back up with Ralsei and kind of check out his house. Yes. What did you? Uh, what were your thoughts? Kind of going into this. Well, and and what was your reaction to even just the fact that like, I don't know, nothing much had seemed to happen when Chris was possessed. He just ate a pie, assumedly. Right. Uh, I don't.
0: Well, possessed meaning. Did not have the soul even. in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that that's fine. I think it was more like a foreshadowing thing than anything. Yeah, you know. Ultimately, uh, and and it's it's the it's the cliffhanger, right? It's the what's going to get you yeah. to come back for chapter two. It's the stay tuned. Yeah, I thought it was weird. Not this is not so much like the the dark world thing. So all of the monsters that you free become little become denizens of. Yeah, Ralsei's Dark World. And then you have the option in this one to recruit more to your little city. Yeah, yeah. But I have this problem where... So Lancer is subject to it when he goes... This is skipping. But mm-hmm. he's subject to it when he goes into Cyber World and he turns into a statue. And so is Rules Rules card. But none of the other monsters that you take from Cyber World to Dark World seem to be subject to it, and neither does Ralsei going to Cyberworld, so I don't really know yeah. about that. Like, is Ralsei actually a Lightner? What's the
1: deal? So, I think the, the idea here is that, like, Ralsei's, the fountain that is, like, for Ralsei's world is, like, kind of the original one, and it's, like, supposed to be Uh, Like, it's supposed to be there. It's not supposed to be closed like the other ones. Okay. It's, like, part of the balance. So I think, like, it being this, like, primordial version of that fountain allows for, like, people from the other uh, Dark Worlds to, like, come there and be fine. But they can't go to these other, like, new Dark Worlds. Where do you get that info? I think it's, like, (laughs) mentioned in the Prophecy... Um, that Ralsei gives in the first chapter okay okay yeah
0: I was just curious about that because he doesn't seem to be affected you know he can
1: yeah he's like a lightener more or less yeah and it it is weird and I think like I think that's something that is gonna come up more directly because it does like even with that uh, you know explanation I can give it still feels weird that that's how that works for sure I, there's, so there's a theory, um, <laughs> yes. that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get into some, some theory stuff. This this is pretty <laughs> like not crazy. Theory. It's high level. Okay. Okay. So there's mention of a headband that Chris wore as a kid that has horns. Okay. Um, and it was cause he was like, he was like, Oh, when do I get my horns? Like the rest of the, my goat family. Right. 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 I want to be a monster too. Yeah. Yeah. And he gets this, like, headband, and there's kind of a theory that uh, Ralsei is this headband in, like, a dark world. Oh. Yeah, which would, like, explain kind of why it looks like Asriel, because that's, like, how Chris might see themselves if uh, they were, like, you know, a biological member of their family. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: I mean, you got to be the big sheep. Yeah, you gotta be. The, you
1: gotta be the big sheep. Fuck.
0: <laughs> okay. No, sure that that so there is a horn head band like that exists.
1: Yeah, that's mentioned I think by Toriel at the end of chapter one. If you like talk to her, there's like a couple options.
0: Oh, okay, gotcha.
1: Yeah, and uh, so the idea is that like Ralsei is that you know toy or like abandoned object uh, that in the dark world is like a person they
0: did uh, flesh out the toy thing a little bit like when you um, when you leave the dark world uh, and go back to the classroom for the first time with Lancer he like jumps into your pocket and so Mm -hmm. does rules card and then you get you look at your pocket and you have ball of junk and cards in your pocket yeah and it's like okay that's these two and
1: I like that it's kind of ambiguous as to which is which as well well actually sadly since you like this it's not um if you try to use the cards yeah or like inspect I did. them or something i did yeah yeah it tells you um it's the jack of spades and a rules card which i think okay. is pretty good yeah, yeah, like- yeah absolutely yeah yeah well yeah. are you saying it's not them no it, it is them but oh, um okay sorry i thought you meant it was ambiguous whether they were the ball of junk or the oh, cards oh no i, I just yeah uh, gotcha sadly it's not ambiguous yeah understood yeah. oh well i still thought it was funny yeah it's it's very good what's the ball of junk i think the ball of junk is like your inventory items that like you know your fucking rules rue and your cd bagels and shit i guess no cd bagels they don't, they don't get carried over uh they they do get carried over chapter to chapter but you they they don't have the same power when you're in the light world they're just a bunch of right like, right right okay okay so it's a key yeah. item yeah that makes sense all right yeah. cool yeah 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 Yeah. so
0: yeah, i did yeah. like that they kind of uh not it out but hinted at that a little bit more like if when they go to the light world, they can be just inanimate objects. And at the end, Chris also grabs the, all of the stuff from the library, be the computer lab. Yeah. Like it's like you gathered all of the items and brought them
1: yeah, yeah. to the wherever. And then you take them down
0: the, down the road, bring them back See, and then everybody's there.
1: And I can't help, but have the, the question in my mind of like, is, is the shit from the computer lab? Like, did he just like lug a bunch of computers into the fucking closet of his school I, and just leave the fucking library bare it's possible I mean it's it, it's, un- it's
0: unclear how big Chris's arms are let's just oh, leave it at that maybe they stretch a lot they've got big arms dude
1: yeah jacked fucking <laughs> yolked.
0: jacked yeah man fucking jack of spades
1: yeah Lancer he's Lancer's fucking ripped yes <laughs> that little bouncy ball of a boy yes
0: um geez i mean so then you basically go to the library to study uh noel i like that noel has more of a role in this i was a noel yeah. fan
1: i stan noel <laughs> from 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 the beginning you yeah. know you're og noel stan <laughs> dear noel i write
0: you but you still ain't calling or whatever <laughs> all right yeah once again never a big eminem fan huh you <laughs> no no
1: <laughs> right it's that song it's yeah the that's, what it, song. that's what
0: it comes from
1: yeah yeah that's what the st- i stand that comes from yeah i remember looking into that and apparently there's like a lot of people who are like nah it's not from that and i'm just like i don't know i like to think that it's from that because that's funny to me <laughs> it's funny
0: but it also makes sense it's like a it's like a you know you're a rabbit. i can't imagine
1: how you would get to stand. Without that as a term of like being a fan,
0: yeah, you're a ravenous fan to, of something, or or like you would defend something, or like,
1: yeah, you
0: know, yeah. you would Le- leave your sell uh... your pager and your home
1: phone at the bottom. <laughs> maybe it's a uh, maybe it's an abbreviation for strong fan, strong fan,
0: yeah, super the M name. <laughs> S- <laughs> So Stan stands stands when Toki yeah. gets into it. I am <laughs> super the
1: M's names.
0: <laughs> I stand that.
1: I stand Toki. I, I stand I Toki. This isn't anything. Sure. No. <laughs> um Oh yeah, so I wanted to mention um cuz I know you just finished it today. Yes. And I'm not sure how much of the stuff has sunk in that's like implied but not said did you realize that when chris got possessed during at the end of the last game that's probably when he opened the uh the fountain in the computer room got possessed do you mean didn't get unpossessed yeah he he'd ripped his soul
0: out right uh yeah i mean i
1: i'm uncertain that chris
0: is the one opening the doors
1: well the end of the the end of the game does show uh, him opening one at least. Well, they're closing it. No, no, no. Uh, at the end of um, Delta Rune chapter two. Oh, right. Yes, I found it was interesting. They also uh, leave the door like a jar at the front of the house before they turn on the TV. Okay, and they like stab the ground, creating the fountain. Right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So I think if they're referring to like the night and um you know they they also use uh they use gender neutral terms for Chris and they also use gender neutral terms for the night. Yeah. I think it's like it's pretty clear that Chris is supposed to be the night or like whatever is moving Chris's body when the soul is outside of it is the night. However you want to phrase that sure sure whatever's not you yeah 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 the un the un player it's
0: toby fox really is the night
1: yeah it's yeah he's the one controlling it it's true in a in a weird meta way an extra meta way it's not extra it was, meta. Uh, I,
0: i'm expecting the final boss to be toby fox himself
1: oh man yeah and you have to be you Devin gorley have to become <laughs> toby fox to beat the game yeah.
0: yeah this is this is really the thing he toby fox is going to make everybody else
1: make a chapter of a delta rune sequel wow everyone who plays it that's how you fucking end it oh so it's not it's not seven it's not seven chapters it's seven billion chapters because everyone in the world plays it yeah yeah every seven
0: billion people i think we're on our way to eight billion no like you know it, it's it's like it turns into super dark world maker at the end of chapter seven and you just get to build your build your one screen and then they yeah. all get put then he gets them all, downloads them all, puts them all together, and then that is the ultimate night, you know, fucking level. The ultimate nightmare. The ultimate nightmare.
1: Your that sounds fucking kinda cool. Nightmare your fucking nightmare now Your nightmare comes to life. <laughs> And and that fucking ting, <laughs> that fucking ting bell yeah, at the yeah, start yeah. of that song. Bing. Fuck. Anyway, that's what I think. I think you play the seven <laughs> chapters,
0: find the fucking seven, steal the seven fucking spirits, souls, whatever fucking seven rainbow flowers, you know, goblins. Yeah. And then Toby Fox comes and you have to, you finally fight that fucking dog And (laughs) yeah, you got to you got to shave it. You got to shave the dog is the is the battle. And it looks so fucked afterwards. Oh, yeah. It looks like Toby Fox naked and screaming. (laughs) Now, I don't know what Toby Fox looks like. Let's find out. Oh, Toby Fox. Would I want to see Toby Fox naked and screaming? No, no. Definitive. no. No,
1: not a not a fan. Looks like an asshole. Oh, yeah yeah i mean not that surprised by that i need to i need to find a picture of toby fox now looks like it looks like an asshole looks
0: like someone i would have avoided in high school
1: you think everyone looks like an asshole
0: i don't think you look like an asshole
1: well thank you for that and you're someone am i
0: yeah yeah, I supposed. See, so. don't say I think everyone blank because it's very easy to disprove that. All I have to do is find one example of somebody who yeah, doesn't yeah. who I don't think looks like an asshole. Or I could just I say I think you think
1: most people look like assholes. A lot of people
0: look like assholes.
1: There you go. I don't know if I'd say he looks like an asshole. I think he just looks he looks a little awkward. I can't call it. It's fair. So I'd, I'd watch him screaming naked. <laughs> Squirming on the ground. Sure.
0: (laughs) Sounds like a good bit.
1: It does sound like
0: a good bit. That's a a weird thing to say.
1: So anyway. That'll be the announcement of chapter
0: seven. All that to... No, that'll be... It's after chapter seven. Oh. Yeah, the announcement of chapter seven will be a fucking video of us kidnapping Toby Fox (laughs) and making him scream, threatening to shave his dog. Let
1: me go. Don't shave me. Don't shave the dog. You won't. You don't want to. You don't want to see it. The dog's name is Fox. Yeah. That's that's a good ironic name for a dog. You know what else is a good ironic name for a dog? What's that? Horse. We, yeah? Just yeah, a I mean, dog named Horse. That's it? Like, you know how someone will name their dog Bear? Oh, sure. And like, sure. that's a cute name. Yeah, whatever. Right? What if you just named a dog horse?
0: Like any other animal.
1: <laughs> yeah. What if, what if you, you had named a fuck-
0: horse dog? <laughs> dog oh, the horse and horse the dog. Dog
1: the horse.
0: <laughs> dog the horse sounds like a fucking kid's show.
1: Yeah, that's pretty good.
0: Here he comes. It's dog the horse. He's gonna save the day. Here he Bark. comes. It's dog the horse. He's rolling <laughs> in the hay. <laughs> and the last is a fucking 12 gauge shooting the horse in the head because it's old and sick. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck?
1: <laughs> this is working. Man, we have been we have been on task this episode. I have things to say about Deltarune, but
0: also about my new children's show Dog the Horse airing Thursdays on PBS.
1: Yeah, airing one time on Thursday on PBS. It's, it's
0: one episode. It's yeah, quite. it's
1: a it's a TV special.
0: It's a it's it's a farmer's educational special for people who live in like the Bible belt about how to euthanize a horse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it sounds great. Sounds sounds good for kids, honestly. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Uh we did mention Toby Fox. Kids, kids and need bi- to be thinking about euthanasia as early as possible. There's a punk band called Euthanasia. <laughs> oh yeah? Yeah. Youth. Space
0: in Space Asia.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Are they uh, from Asia? They are from... No, they're from London. Ah. London,
0: Ontario, or London English place? London, England. England. Yeah. All right. That's how the guy in Austin Powers says it. The military general guy. England. Yeah. Like, pack my bags. We're going to London, England. (laughs) Anyway, uh... You mentioned Toby Fox having this, you know, the possibility of Toby Fox being the person who is controlling Chris when we are not controlling Chris, right? And that, I mean, not possibility. It was a a joke, but yeah, uh, I wanted to wrap that back around to just like player agency in this because Mm -hmm. um, we had that conversation last time and talked about, you like, we're not sure how much agency the player has. How much does your choice... Do your How much do your choices affect the gameplay, uh, like, in Undertale? Yeah. And this one seemed really, it seemed like you're, you you didn't really have a choice to, as to where the plot went. Because there are a few times, um, like, Susie says, hey, let's go into the dark world. Chris, come on, let's go. And if you say no, she's like, yeah, we're going in there. And then, like, yeah. the, uh, I, the other two examples were when the queen gives you the choice to, like, Nestle into her evil bosom or whatever, and yeah, it's like you yeah. can pick bosom or perish, and I picked bosom, and she's still like, "You pick perish." Oh no, she
1: she uh, she still like, I I think uh, Ralsey is just like what, and then she's like, "It means titty." No, I know, <laughs> and I then know like there's that kind of dialogue, but yeah, you don't you don't get to, you don't get the titty exactly, and then. The, the third example I had was
0: when you go uh, and Ralsei and Susie split up. It splits the party, and it's right before you meet Noelle. Yeah. You're like, oh, who do I get to go with? You can pick. And then it's like, nope, you're going on your own. See you later. Yeah. And so I don't know how I feel about like the illusion of choice in a game whose predecessor was so choice-heavy and like so dependent. You know what I mean? Right, right. I'm fine with the illusion of choice in something like a Pokemon game or a Zelda game, but this mm -hmm. seems, it feels weird.
1: I think, um, I think this feels like, like it is the illusion of choice, but I think it's, it feels so pointed that it's like, the point is that it is giving this illusion, or like, sometimes not, like I would say with the Ralsei and Susie thing, that's not even the illusion of choice, that's just like, it Outright saying like "fuck you," there's no. It's railroading
0: you. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, re- I realized that. I was just like,
0: I don't know how I feel about. I guess I feel, I feel about it. Everything is layers,
1: really. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think it's important as well. Like, um, I think Undertale has like plenty of choice in it that makes like, you know, different outcomes with characters. But I think it's important to keep in mind that like, um. This is less for you and more like, I feel like the general fandom while talking about Undertale almost like overstates how much you can affect the plot. Okay, sure. I, I don't know, really. There There's only really like three kind of routes and like one of those is very specific, like the no mercy route. You have to do like a bunch of very specific things to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So in the realm of like natural choice, like how a player would actually go through it, there's only really like two endings and then there's a ton of nuance like within those two routes. Like you sure. can you could make it so like Sands doesn't want to talk to you, but like Undyne is cool with you, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, that makes sense. I think that's pretty similar to like what's going on in Deltarune where like your choices will they seem to be more affecting like how players in your party and like play people like noel or birdie or birdly um how they feel about you and i i saw someone talking about this and they kind of phrased it as um undertale was a game about like the player and player agency in in an rpg and this is more about like how the player treats the other characters in that rpg sure as like real people, which is something that's like kind of brought up in undertale. But I feel like it's, it's trying to go into that a bit more with this. Yeah. It's, it's
0: treating it more as like a, it's almost like a visual novel in a way where like, well, no, I don't want to say that. That's the wrong term.
1: It's, it is word heavy though.
0: It's word heavy. I felt like, I felt like chapter one was more writing heavy than this or more dialogue heavy than this was. Um, Hmm. as like a fraction of the plot but or of of the gameplay but actually I'm not certain about that. I liked the writing in this a lot more than chapter 1.
1: I I would agree. I think that it's a lot um it's a lot snappier and it definitely follows less of like a rigid plot structure. Oh yeah, that for sure. But even yeah. even just like
0: the the dialogue is like less you know, Ralsei doesn't feel like he's constantly on you to like b- save everybody and be pacifist and do the yeah.
1: good ending, and like yeah. there there aren't the rigid alignments as much. And I, I think that's like a result of, uh, uh, you know, the end of the first chapter. Both of those characters sure. coming to a more neutral standpoint. Yeah, that's very possible.
0: Um, and also, I mean, the the main bad character in this. Queen. So we had King and we had Queen, right? Uh, Queen's cool as fuck. Like I dug Queen. Queen Fucking rules. It was hilarious. Uh, She's
1: she's so fucking like. I feel like every other sentence out of Queen is like funny, funny or like just just wild, man. Like yeah, just just Queen (laughs) felt Queen
0: felt like if a computer gained sentience and became an evil villain, like this was it. Yeah. It was perfect, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought. Uh yeah. And yeah, so much preferred queen to Lancer or King. Right. I mean King doesn't really have that much of a role. He's just kinda there. Yeah, yeah. He's in this though. He has a brief thing, brief cameo in the in Ross's yeah. house, right?
1: Yeah. I was actually curious. Um, did you end up like recruiting every monster type? Uh I don't think I got everyone. I got many, but
0: Okay, okay. I don't know in the end. I know that there was, oh, where did I die? I think it was when you fight Birdly. Okay. I died, it took me three tries. Like when you fight Birdly in the, one of the alleys. So the alleyway? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's like one fight there in the trash can. Mm-hmm with some monsters Crash and zone? yeah, and the third time I was just like I'm not doing that. So whatever was there, I probably didn't get towards my count, but
1: yeah, what happens fair. if
0: you recruit all the monsters?
1: So, um there's like a little bit of dialogue if you go up to the king's cage uh at the like after you've beaten queen and everything, mm. where he'll like kind of talk to you. I don't remember the specifics, but basically like queen comes up and is like Hey, what's up? And they seem to like kind of know each other. Okay. <laughs> Queen's like basically like, Yeah, I'm gonna be taking care of Lancer. Like, I'm I'm his mom. And then you you're like, Oh shit, Lancer is or Queen is Lancer's mom. And then there's like a pause and she's like, I've just decided that now. <laughs> and it's like, okay. Okay. So sure. she's just she's just adopting him basically sure why not like looking after him while king but they're because king is really
0: evil cannot be trusted seems like
1: well so yeah i i like don't trust him but there's also um like he like asks how lancer is doing yeah and when you bring up like why would you care you were gonna throw him off of a off of a cliff and he's like oh i guess my bluff was too effective he he'd be fine he would just bounce yeah he's a bouncy
0: pumpkin i think he says
1: (laughs) yeah he's a bouncy little pumpkin yeah so there's like this kind of weird ambiguity with King where like definitely it might just be that he's willing to do like dirty tricks but like that's only because he really wholeheartedly believes that the Lightners are shitheads sure
0: I mean it's the same way it's the same way as Asgore in the beginning of yeah yeah Under well not in the beginning of Undertale in all of Undertale really until you convince him
1: that You're not bad. It's not so much that he thinks that they're bad as he's like, I need to get the monsters like out of here. That's true. Yeah, in in Undertale, because he I mean, he like raised uh, a human kid before that. And like, sure. Yeah. You know, it he's shown to like really regret what he's doing, but he's still doing it. Right. so He's
0: he's not yeah. in this chapter, is he? There's got to be a way you find him.
1: I, I couldn't find any way to find him, okay. honestly. Okay, cool. So, I'm not sure. Um, I looked
0: around real hard. Yeah. Realized yeah. that the floral scent coming from the trash is because of the flowers he keeps giving Toriel, which is...
1: Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? You do see him... Uh, you can see him at the... Uh, at the <laughs> well, I guess it's not the market or anything. It's just Sans... <laughs> the store yes, yes. the store um, called Sands. is he there yeah so if you walk in if you walk around the corner of the stands and you're kind of in front of where the like fridges are yes he or uh toriel walks in and is like hey sans blah 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 and they kind of start making like egg puns sure yeah classic and it goes for like 10 of them like it is like fuck they're they're going yeah um and then fucking Asgore comes in and he's like and don't forget me your Egg's husband and there's just like this like awkward fucking pause and fucking Sans literally just Holy faces shit. the other way just faces the wall <laughs> while they like talk for a minute it's a good pun and it's oh boy it's, yeah, man. it's, it's real good
0: my favorite fucking villain Egg's Gore yeah <laughs> you like that one
1: yeah no yeah it's just a big hairy egg yeah
0: with horns yep fucking
1: (laughs) that sheep egg (laughs) that sheep egg man hairy egg are they should be our new fucking band they're they're goats i think is oh they're goats they're goats okay that's
0: important yeah
1: close goat egg goat egg really tried not to laugh at that so you can see him there and then he kind of pieces out okay yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's he makes it he's in the thing yeah i think he just can't go into his uh his little house his little storehouse right yeah what did you think about just cyber world in general and like this being the setting i i dug cyber world
0: um me too it's very interesting because it's not the internet right the internet yeah. the internet the uh, internet's down presumably yeah it has a there's been an outage in something called internet a, yeah. according to one of the npcs um <coughs> and so like you know you have like pop-ups as your your one of your enemies and the ad yeah, viruses like, there aren't there aren't any stores there's just ads Now you can buy shit yeah. all over the place right and i, I really like that like just the 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 goofiness of it the sense of humor in this one really kind of hit Uh, better for me yeah 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 definitely definitely did i'm not i'm not so much uh, I'm. i'm just not a lancer fan let's just we'll just put it
1: and i think that's the thing too is like lancer carries so much of the humor in the first chapter that like if lancer isn't your cup of tea then like because like i really like how just like silly and kind of absurd he is but i totally get how like it could just not be someone's jam. Yeah. I mean the qu- queen is still absurd. Yeah, yeah, but she's like she's like a weird like mom, like soccer mom almost in some ways, yeah. but then is also yeah, like Yeah, the wi- she's a wine mom, a battery
0: acid wine yeah, mom. Yeah,
1: like absolutely. Oh my god, the part where she like fucking smashes the glass and she's like, "Oh, ho, ho, ho. don't yeah. worry. That was my my safety glass, my safety glass." And then she immediately dunks another glass and it fucking explodes. And she was like, oh, that was my extra dangerous glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she also,
0: yeah. the fucking, Noel, darling, sweetie, honey, baby, gravy. Gravy. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> Chris, I just th- get the banana.
0: Get the banana. You don't have to do what <laughs> she says. I got the banana both times. Yeah, I dodged
1: it the second time. The driving
0: time. sequence? The driving part was sick.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean it's just like it's just fucking goofy but it's good and then they they use a similar thing with the swan boat later it's goofy but it's
0: a it's just the introduction of a different mechanic which is great yeah like the the just keeps it fresh keeps it fresh doesn't need to come back later doesn't require any skill yeah you know it doesn't it's not like oh fuck I'm gonna need to know like I'm gonna have to it's all you just you just in this part you drive a car okay Yep. sure but that was
1: a response to what oh what did i think of Cyberworld? i i think just giving like little events even if there isn't any like you know challenge or whatever to it like it's not the most refined fucking mechanic or whatever i think just having little events is so important for an rpg and like yep. kind of for games in general just to like break up the monotony of like yep walk through this area fight guy walk through area fight guy yeah yeah this game has like tons of that like there are even more kind of like real-time sequences uh like you mentioned in the first chapter right and there's like the uh you know the elevator the teacup elevator things with the
0: little arrows yeah yeah Yeah. so weird thing um obviously i think this is supposed to quote-unquote supposed to be played on like a a keyboard Mm -hmm. but i was playing it on the switch and for most of it i used my uh analog
1: stick that does not work with those teacups it feels a little a little iffy but i i found i didn't have too much difficulty with it oh mine after a while
0: mine was like almost not responsive
1: oh that's that's weird were you were you just pushing left or right or were you pushing at an angle I was like swirling. Well, no, at okay. First,
0: at first I was swirling, but then I realized that it was supposed to just be you know, it's made for the D-pad. Like it's only made for four directions.
1: Yeah, yeah, right? But Yeah, cuz I still... had some difficulty with that as well. I think I had to like almost get over it cuz there's um there's a part on the way to the secret boss that uh like requires you to go through one of those and there's like It can just kill you because there's uh, the obstacle things, the little white orbs that can hurt you while you're on that. Yeah. Um, There's like kind of an extended sequence where you have to control it and dodge those.
0: Yeah. I just ended up switching to the D-pad for most things. I think I used the stick during like the bullet hell sections in battle. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was fine.
1: Makes sense. Yeah.
0: You mentioned secret boss. We're going to talk about that later i think yeah 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 um yeah i really liked so that the teacup thing was one example of these fresh mechanics and uh there's a lot of that there's it was a it was a never a dull moment in Cyberworld. you had your beastie yeah. boys robots Yep. or backstreet boys i'm gonna say beastie boys backstreet sweet, beasts was it sweet kk and what was the third one happen happen right naturally yeah. naturally a cap i think it's just capping I don't know. Yeah. I forget. But uh good little entertainment, good little battle. Funny little like we're the good guys. No,
1: we're the good guys. Oh wait, you're the good guys. And that's a that's a sequence that lets you like start doing the uh the actions on everyone's turn. Yes. Which is that's right. I think a big improvement as well. It is. You know, it makes sense that you wouldn't want that right off the bat. And I guess if you're thinking about this in terms of like I don't know one through like Delta Rune as a whole. This is kind of the equivalent of like, oh, I got to the second level of the game, and they've given me an upgrade that it makes a huge difference. Sure, you know? yeah, totally, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, so I did mention
0: the part where you get split up with Noel, or yeah. no, you you split up split and up then you meet the... Noel. Yeah. Um. And I think the you truces. told me. Not on our call, not on, not during the episode, but you told me before that that is when the No Mercy run starts. Is that correct? Because I didn't do the No Mercy run. I only had time to do the regular playthrough.
1: Yeah. And I've, I've done both. Um, Right. Yeah. So basically the deal is, and, and people have been, I referred to it as the No Mercy run because I didn't want to like hint at anything. I forgot whether it would be a hint. Um, but most people have been calling this the Snowgrave route. Okay. And the reason why is like in Deltarune, both chapters so far, you can't like kill enemies by just like hitting them. Yeah. They just run away and then you can't recruit them. Sure. But Noel has a uh, a move called uh, Snow Shock or Ice Shock or something. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah, and it can kill enemies. It freezes them solid and okay. is is a murder. <laughs> so she's the big fucking big tank. So that's the thing is basically like, I feel like the Snowgrave route is even more fucked up than like the no mercy route in a way, because in the no mercy route, it's like, OK, I'm just killing like everything and I'm just a little murder freak. You sure. know? And, you know, that's in line with that game being about player agency and, like, how that affects a world, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this, it is your player agency pushing this character to become a murderer. This other character.
0: This other person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it's Chris that's directing Noel to do these things. And Chris is possessed by you.
1: Yeah, and there's mention of, like, Noel hearing a voice in her head that oh. is implied to be you doing like telling her to do shit right well yeah, like what, which, when you're do- in that route yeah yeah and basically like the whole thing has this real like i don't know serial killer and girl he's manipulating into like murdering people with him with like right. just serial just killer a real duo type vibe real paul bernardo
0: carla homolka vibes
1: yeah who oh that's are those the canadian ones yeah 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 oh boy classic classic canadian serial killers yeah classic canadian serial killer reference from devon woo it's my thing i'm like wow i mean this is two true crime
0: references in one episode so far um yeah fun fact maybe not so fun but fun fact So Carla Hamolka got out of jail like I don't know several years ago now. Um, But I remember reading on online some article that uh, you know she like got out of jail, was given a new name, was given like the idea was like you go to jail for crimes, you serve your time, and you're fucking you've done your debt to society, whatever. Right. I'm not gonna I'm not saying this to make a commentary or make say my own views on the penal system (laughs) haha penal um (laughs) (laughs) like a uh, wiener anyway apparently uh so she moved to like quebec um had children and then her, her children went to school and some of the parents at school found out that her the their child's classmate's mother was carla homolka and so they were like, well, we don't want her kids near us. We don't want her anywhere. Fuck. She's coming to like our PTA meetings and shit. Like we don't want yeah. anything to do with
1: her. And uh, anyway, uh that's that's all. I've, I just I remember reading that because, man, that's that's so fucked from like those parents perspective too. like. Yeah. Just like, oh, this fucking serial killer is just at the PTA meeting now. Yep. Yep.
0: Yeah. There she is, you know?
1: There she is. Do, 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 do. Trying to
0: make sure that her kids get a good, valuable education and yep. whatever. In like suburban
1: Montreal. Man, that's wild. It is wild. I don't... It's weird. It's surreal. Yeah, I, I, have, no, I have no opinions on that because it's so nuts.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's really, yeah. really fucked up. It's really fucked. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, that's all. So, yeah, you kind of continue along this route. You're going through basically like from the trash zone through like the city, just killing everyone. And Noel keeps talking about, oh, like Chris is just trying to make me stronger and like make me not such like a, a scared person. Right. And then Noel like admits to thinking about like killing Chris with like one of those electrified gates, the one where oh. you both have to like step on the yeah, plates yeah, yeah. and then cross. She, So you cro- go across and then she has like an internal dialogue. It's like in brackets. So it's to herself yep. saying how like she had thought about it. And like, does that mean she's a bad person? And then you as the voice get to respond with, um, that's horrible. Or it's only natural and it's like oh boy! which one did you pick
0: like, which one did you pick
1: i i so i was totally committed to like playing it as like fucked as possible right so right, i said so you... like it's only natural so basically she just starts like blasting through the puzzles as well
0: we know it's only natural let's do it <laughs> thank you yeah you're welcome <laughs> yeah there we go <laughs> i had to i mean i was like uh, there was it it was in there anyway you start blasting through
1: the puzzles yeah and then right before you get to Birdley, the alleyway fight with him you can buy a thing called the thorn ring from okay. spampton who is just in a in his fucking trash uh dumpster right uh, yeah he, he actually doesn't come out he just like offers to sell you it oh so there's no yeah. battle with him no battle with him in this room. Oh, ring. interesting. He just sells you this thorn ring. Oh yeah. Uh, beforehand you can get an ice ring, which like just boosts your your damage with yeah. Noel. Yeah, yeah. But when you try to buy it, the person always says that it's like one dollar more than the money you have. Uh, so okay. yeah, you just keep telling Noel to get it, and eventually she just fucking murders the guy, and you get the ring and then she's more powerful and (sighs) then you get this thorn ring which makes it so that your tension points are worth twice as much right but it also damages Noelle and like drains her health during battle um which isn't like a oh it's your turn she loses 10 health it's like a constant drain and you fight birdly with this ring and you can tell her to use to use this fucking ice spell uh called snowgrave sure and she keeps telling you like oh i don't know that spell like stop telling me to do this and eventually <sighs> she'll do it and it fucking kills birdly holy shit it just freezes him in a giant block of ice and like she looks like possessed or something while she's doing it, she's, like, implied to have blacked out. Yeah. And then she just turns to Chris and is like, I'm going to go home and just leaves. And it's it's so fucked. And then Man. you kind of continue on from there and there's some other differences. That's fucking wild.
0: I wish I could have killed Birdly.
1: <laughs> I wish I you were going to say that. I wish I... Devin Gourley could, could have just been strangle, in the game. Strangle knockoff Falco.
0: I want to fucking... Oh, my God. Knockoff Falco. I wanted to roast Birdley as my fucking Thanksgiving turkey <laughs> fucking yeah, yeah. piece of shit. Garbage. Garbage. And it felt... You know what the, was the worst <laughs> part? The worst part was that it felt like the game tried to do the same thing with Birdly as it did with Ralsei and Lancer and Susie in the first one by making him have this, like... 180 turnaround like oh I'm not smart we're actually all t- oh I'm joining the group because we're all not smart we gonna be yeah. the and I was like bruh like this is fucked <laughs> like
1: I, fucking I hated it so much <laughs> I like it, though with that is like he's still fucking stupid and no one hit, likes him like even after that point no, they're just no. kind of like like <laughs> I, I think there's that point after the the Ferris wheel scene with Susie and uh Noel where fucking Birdly comes up and is like, I'm attracted to Susie. And Noel is just like, fuck you. And like, looks like she's strangling him. Yeah.
0: Yeah. She's just oh, like, oh, it's what? so good. What, 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 <laughs> what, 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 what.
1: I think that's, oh that's
0: what made me um, What solidified my like for the queen As well was how much the queen was like Nope anytime Birdley came around mm-hmm, It was just mm-hmm. like no 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 Chris you need to help me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like hiding up the fucking Like legs up the wall in yeah. the alleyway <laughs> It was it was good
1: Yeah I like how like Gray uh, The morality of queen is like she, she feels less and less Like an antagonist the further you go In the game
0: it's true yeah, it's true. Yeah. Cuz it was just like I'm a computer that's been given sentience. Like I'm going to yeah. I'm going to take over.
1: And she seems to be like obsessed with making Noel happy, which I think yeah. is like interesting as well. She's still doing the thing of like serving the lightners, but she's taken it too far, whereas like the king was like against the whole idea of it. That's true. And it's
0: also like, you know, normally a uh Let's say a computer-based villain, or like the type of character that's designed around like a a computer, is like yeah, very logical, very like mathematical, and very this kind of robotic quote. Yeah, robotic. This kind of twists that, and like there is a logic there, but it's just always broken logic, or leads to the wrong conclusion, or like eventually ends up being like oh, it doesn't actually like the knowledge i have now doesn't logically compute doesn't equate to being yeah. evil
1: it's it's almost like um logic without like philosophy or psychology like <laughs> it's just math and thus it just co- yeah it just comes off as like dumb math is dumb it is dumb on that note when you get to queen uh while uh doing the fucking snowgrave route there's no one to help you and like make the fucking robot oh of course so basically she's just like yep i've got my big mech and i'm just gonna kick your dick in like i'm gonna fucking kick your ass and basically like that happens and then you're all about to die and you're just like why do you want to do this why do you want to i think Ralsei is like why do you want to uh cause the roaring like the the big apocalypse yeah. thing yeah and she's like the what and he explains <laughs> it and she's just like oh i don't i don't want that that seems bad and just right. stops so that's the <laughs> like, same as in the the
0: the good route i guess yeah yeah or sort neutral, of yeah. um
1: there's there's no boss fight but there's uh uh she's just like oh okay let's not then let's not fight that's funny so instead yeah. of
0: like her coming up and like with her last one percent of battery or whatever, like threatening to kill you, and then coming back and being like, "Oh, uh, I'm evil." Yeah. yeah.
1: Weird. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Interesting. That is interesting.
1: What did you think of uh, Susie and Noel? Their kind of like romance plot line. Uh. Well, I wanted Chris and Noel to have the romance.
0: Okay. So yep. So anytime. I was given the option. I I mean we knew that Noel had a, had a big crush on Susie. Yeah, yeah. I think Chris blew it Chris blew it long ago with Noel. Sure, right? I think I think so. There's a <laughs> Sure, sure Devin. Um <laughs> or maybe maybe Noel's racist and won't date humans. But uh, <laughs> TBD. Yeah, I But I mean it, it was fine like it, you know, we talked about Susie's development last episode and warming up to Lancer. And like, it seems like the first time that Susie has been, has had someone have feelings about her like that. Yeah. And that's, I think that that's represented really well. Um, Noelle's sort of like her feelings towards Susie just seemed very, like pretty standard, like standard teenager, little kid kind of crush. Yeah, You know,
1: I think what's, I think what's interesting is she kind of talks about how like being scared is somewhat comforting to her because she talks she about does, like on her sister and watching. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think that that's a really interesting angle for like why she likes Susie. Okay. And I kind of like that about that idea. It does seem very much like Susie likes Noel after that scene, but I feel like before then she doesn't she doesn't like get it at all like yeah, it's kind she, of the, she's oblivious. The oblivious yeah yeah
0: yeah and she's like well why would you the smart person want to study with me like i'm just going to make your mark worse and it is that yeah. kind of self-deprecating bully thing that we talked about before
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: definitely definitely
1: i i just really like um I really like Chris and Susie just as a, a fucking bromance, just as oh, as yeah, two bros chilling. OK, I think that that's that's great. I think about like the scene with like Ralsei and fucking Susie and Chris doing the fucking transformation to play the boxing game. Fuck. Yeah. And like, oh, the boxing game rules.
0: The boxing game is yeah. a great, a great game. And that's I loved that that was the last boss. I love that that's like a
1: bookend. It's see, so that, good. And
0: that is uh, an example of, see, this, this mechanic that could have come back with the car, right? The car did not come back, but the arcade game did. And I think, you know, maybe yeah. that's like the computer, the computer aesthetic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was honestly a little worried when I started the game and saw that it was like Cyber World I was a little worried that it was going to be very like Scooby Doo Cyber Chasers or whatever. Oh uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. a overly. I mean, I shouldn't have been that worried, but I feel like it's so rare that I see the like we're in the computer aesthetic done well. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's usually just I think so of the like, fucking
0: like Magic School Bus.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. Like the last oh, episode of our... the
0: Magic School Bus.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Remember when we just fucking decided to watch the last episode of Magic School Bus? Yep, we got fucking yep. <laughs> super. We were tight. so drunk. <laughs> we're, we were both right. We were drunk oh, and yeah. high. I, I think. think we were yeah. just
0: fuck. We were just like, let's just absolutely fuck fuck. Magic
1: School Bus, man. Magic School Bus, dude. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, we're in the, the motherboard, dog. The motherboard. Yeah. <sighs>
0: The fucking the, the biggest platter of meat and cheese you've ever seen, the motherboard. Yeah.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's got the mother load on it. Yep. Sure. Um oh yeah, so interesting note, did I ever explain to you Gaster? Gaster. The the character. He's in he's a thing from Undertale. No. So he's like, he's the, the former head scientist before Alphys. Okay. And like his, his shit is literally like all hidden in game files. And like, there's like a 1% chance you run into someone who like talks about him okay, in the first sure. Undertale. He, he's like a little like Easter egg type character. Yeah. And there's this soundbite that's like supposed to be like related to him. Called garbage noise
0: yeah that's when you pick up your cell phone
1: yeah and yeah. also interestingly enough if you stand outside the bunker uh there's these weird little sounds and it's actually um it's the garbage noise slowed down by 666 percent which is fucking
0: <laughs> metal
1: <laughs> why why do you know this I just just weird easter egg shit
0: just so lore. you're because you're a yeah. lore fiend you're a fiend a for the fiend. lore you're a lore junkie man
1: i love it mainlining I'm, I'm the lore for it. i'm yes. not
0: mainlining acid anymore
1: <laughs> <laughs> i won't promise that <laughs> i have no fucking sense of smell <laughs> this, this is like slowly becoming a fucking walk hard fan cast instead of a We've slowed <laughs> down. Review. We've slowed down the last little while. <laughs> what? Is, fuck. Who is it that oh, the the two children that he tells to watch their speed? Is it oh, Casey, Casey Jones? Casey Jones. Yeah. Casey Jones. Watch your speed. Fucking Jerry Garcia. Yeah. Six six six. Lore fiend. Oh. So interesting thing is that. The computer lab is, like, noted as being abandoned because there's no internet. Right. And the, like, old classroom isn't being used either. Okay. So both of these are, like, abandoned things or places that then become a dark fountain. Sure. And then the TV turns on at the end of uh, chapter two and has this, like, weird grin on it. And if you inspect the TV earlier in the game or like in chapter one, it mentions that it's dusty and hasn't been used in a long time. Right. So, you know, so far these are all like kind of abandoned things. So it's also interesting that bunker doesn't seem to have been like used or anything, um, in a long time and it's been locked forever. So there's sort of a theory that that's going to be like one of the later, uh, areas one of the later dark fountains.
0: Yeah, cause like um, the two fucking guys. I don't know their names. Drake. Yeah, yeah. And
1: the lizard boy.
0: The monster boy. Yeah. Monster boy. I don't remember, don't remember his proper name either. Uh, they're both there at the end, and they're like, but 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 Chris fucking weirdo, but but not not brave, scared yeah scaredy cat to go in the bunker but it doesn't really say that it doesn't really talk about what that is it doesn't really yeah yeah you know you show up and they're like whoop, whoop, see ya and for some reason monster boy doesn't fall on his face but he should have
1: yeah true well he's you know he's uh he's, he's more different. he's more athletic yeah he yeah, definitely he's
0: taller he's an athlete yeah an ath- an athlete with yeah. two t's and an e the kinds of people who are athletic are athletes yeah <laughs> that's good Thanks. i like
1: that thank you Uh, um yeah so there's another interesting thing is um noelle her so everyone's rooms are like based on their their like google searches basically yes
0: yes it's it's good
1: yeah yeah uh noelle has a calendar in her room that is december yeah and there's a code at one point
0: oh wait when's the code it's like one of the, you know, like you spell out all the letters, you spell out like Apple and then like Frigger, yeah, yeah, Frigger. Yeah, yeah. there's one that's yeah. December.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And um, Noel mentions her sister, uh, Des. Yes. And that uh, calendar in Noel's room has Christmas, December 25th, marked as every one of the like days on the calendar. Oh. So the implication there is, and Noel's last name is Holiday, right? You get that. I got that when you go to the hospital at the end. Yeah, and her dad's there. Yeah, yeah. So the implication, and his name's uh, Rudy, I think. Yeah, Rudolph Rudy Holiday. Yeah. So the implication is that Noel has been repeatedly Google searching uh December Holiday. So there's kind of a theory that like uh, des went yeah. missing or something. Right. And then Noel also seems to have like this weird thing with cold. Like, obviously, there's her freezing uh, people in the in the No Mercy run. Sure. But there's a NPC in Sans's store, the Sans store, who says that the uh, the deer girl comes in and just opens the freezer and stares into it sometimes. So I think I heard that. I think I talked to that person.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I might need to go back because I'm really interested in Noelle. Noel is like, I think Noel is my favorite party member. Noelle's actually. really interesting. Yeah. So I, I definitely, and I was curious about Des because she kept mentioning Des and I was like, who the fuck's Des? Yeah. But I, I, maybe I, I just missed like one text box where she says, my sister. But, uh, yeah. Might yeah. be worth doing to get that, that fucking holiday lore. Yeah. Yeah. The holiday dump.
1: Uh, I've seen like a theory going around that like maybe Chris and Azriel and Noel and Des like all as kids went into that bunker. And right. it might be like cold in the bunker and possibly like Des got lost in there or something. Right. Or maybe she was missing. And then, well, it wouldn't make sense for them to like find where she is, but yeah like something might have happened there which i think right. is interesting we don't subscribe to fan theories
0: we just say them right
1: yeah i'm i'm not sure if that's like where it's going but there seems to be like enough little connecting threads that i thought I yeah should mention at it. least
0: at least she's that that's fair enough yeah that's fair enough yeah um uh, speaking of the December, the, the word puzzles and like the laser switch puzzles you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Uh, one thing I thought was kind of strange was, and maybe it's just a, a de- on the development end of things, uh, you know, from, from ease of development. But the, the first time that you see like the switch on the other side where you have to hold down both, Noel kind of mentions it. Even if you figure it out, there's no way to get her to go over there and go away from you. You know what I mean? So she has to mention it and take the initiative herself to, like, go step on the other switch.
1: Right. The, this is in the December sequence where you, like, put in the word December.
0: It's uh no, it's one of the laser ones. I don't know exactly where it is. I think it's I don't know if it's before or after the December one, but OK, you know, okay. there's like the mouse puzzles uh, with the ninety degrees, which are which are really good, yeah. Um, it's one of those, right? And so the first one that requires like two people to be on it, or yeah. you to be here and the switches somewhere else. Um, there's no way to like command her to do it. Yeah, right. You just have to wait for the game to do that. And I was wondering why that was. Like, I I think I have a lot of questions as, to, as questions as to why. It's built the way it's built because like in general, not just on this, but this is that main example of like, why can't I press, I've got, I've got extra buttons. Why can't I press something to send her over there and do the thing, right? Yeah. feels like a lack of agency to solve a puzzle.
1: I think because thematically you're not supposed to be able to like physically control anyone other than like chris right because you're that you're the soul in there i think you have the ability to like command people because that's mentioned as being like like if you look in um in the the power screen on the pause menu uh chris's like class is defined as being able to tell people what to do oh yes yes yeah i think is interesting because that's then like is that the conduit by which the soul that you are as the player is talking to those people to like command them to do things. Yeah. So I, I don't know if it would be appropriate to have, um, a button to like take full control, maybe a button to like point them to go somewhere. Okay. Well, that's
0: all I mean. Yeah. Like any, anything that's not, I don't want to walk them around. Yeah. Just anything that makes it feel like they're not doing the puzzle for me. Really? yeah right because it I'm would kinda... come up and Noel would be like look another switch we can't reach it i'll go get it yeah yeah and they did i guess they did do it with the one with the 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 last annoying mouse trap or last yep. annoying mouse room where they you have to launch her from like platform to platform but yeah it doesn't matter if you fail because she'll just come back and then you beat birdly anyway yeah yeah so it's like a poorly—it's like I know another example of one of those poorly built puzzles or or poorly executed rooms by the villain.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, just a thought. See, I'm having trouble thinking of like which one is the specific one. I don't know. In it's this the fr- I, it's just the first one is all I remember. Was it the first like mouse
0: one? No, the first mouse one's just like a hole, an in and out, and you oh, just yeah, yeah. send it and make sure she doesn't get hit but uh yeah it's like this you're on a there's a laser and there's a switch on both sides of the laser or right there's two switches i think there might be two switches on one side of the laser okay and they're too far apart and then she goes oh i'll go over here right and it's kind of similar to the one the, the part in the first chapter where there's like three switches and you have to like you press one and then you press two and then you try to oh. press the third and uh raw says we'll need three people and then you go get Susie
1: yeah yeah I think the one you're talking about is actually the same one where she thinks about electrocuting Chris in the snow grave route oh um there's nothing else really around it right it's just kind of the switch and then the laser and then another switch, yeah, right I think so yeah yeah yeah, yeah, it's interesting that, like, she has to kind of do that on her own. I wonder how much of that is, like, to have it work similarly as the snowgrave route. Because, like, the point in the snowgrave route is that she's becoming, like, a bit more, in a, in this really fucked up way, she's becoming a bit more, like, self-efficient. Independent, yeah. Yeah, that's the word. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Don't know. I just, I I, I didn't prefer it. Uh,
0: because this game has, this game has some cool puzzles in it. And I was like, "Eh." yeah, yeah, they just, it's, it's an element of the puzzle that you don't really need to solve ever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's it's, not like, it's like like a very, it's a very like minor puzzle too. It's just like a thing you've already kind of done before is just kind of there. Like
0: if it was, um, you know, like there's a spring, like a Sonic spring type platform and you have to scare noel with the rats over to the platform and when it steps on it it launches her over the electric thing and she lands on it
1: yeah and
0: then it deactivates right like something like that where you're using her as a part of the puzzle yeah yeah. that would be cool and that's kind of what that last puzzle room with birdly does but it it doesn't do it in a way that actually is a is an impediment
1: yeah it's it's funny because with that with that conversation thing, I don't know why. Because like I tried to do it on my second playthrough, and like I didn't get it perfect or anything. Um, yeah, that the rotating mouse trap room. Yeah, but the first time through, I fucking nailed it. I just like I didn't fuck up any part of it. She never wow. fell, so I was just like, oh, okay, this this part just works. Right, and. Yeah, then playing it again, I was just like, oh, th- this is fucked and I got like half of them maybe. <laughs> it's funny
0: too because in when we were doing our uh Pony Island episode, yeah. we uh talked about brute forcing some of those puzzles and somebody in this, I don't remember who, they mentioned brute forcing the puzzles. It might be Birdly. Yeah. It might be I Birdly it is. that says it is, like, it is, you yeah. yeah, like you're fucking stupid, you just you can just brute force your way through all of these. You don't have to think, you don't have to take and that that area with the with the rotating mouse thing that's an example of that you really can just yeah you know failing is okay
1: you don't even have to force it you can just no. brood it you can just stare right. at it yeah. Well, yeah well
0: i guess i'll get it eventually
1: yep <laughs>
0: yeah i don't know yeah. it's weird it's a, it was an odd thing anyway it doesn't that's all that's it yeah. uh, i really did dig the uh stoplights
1: yeah i like like all of these little little extra little gameplay things are so interesting like the stoplights are such a simple mechanic but it's like wow this makes traversing this area so much more interesting and like keeps it compelling yeah and hard and uh did you get to the little secret area in oh, that
0: screen did i ever yeah <laughs> And I was so pissed off too because I you, I it took me so fucking long. I was like, uh-huh. where the fuck is the next road? Where the fuck is the next road? Where the fuck do I go? And I finally find it down, and I was like, yes, I'm gonna fucking get it. And you just walk and you go into
1: this, and then it's just the fucking dog, the fucking dog, and he just hits you with a fucking car. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: It's like a fucking like um, Fisher-Price like little tikes <laughs> red and yellow
1: foot car thing. I know, what do you right? call those? Uh oh fuck. I always wanted one as a kid. Yeah, man. <laughs> I I think it's just like a Fisher-Price car cart oh, or something. It's
0: it's oh no, that's not right. Hold on. I got to find it out. I'm looking I'm looking it up. It's a little scooty boy. Car. <laughs> Foot car. Foot <laughs> car Oh, it's Little Tyke's, a little tyke's cozy coop.
1: Okay, I thought it was called Foot Car, because that's pretty that's pretty good. Foot Car is also a great that's that's the first album from Hair Egg. It <laughs> Foot Car by Hair Egg? Dude, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: They literally have thirty Little Tyke's Cozy Coop 30th Anniversary Car
1: we should do you think you could get like an extra big one I mean
0: <laughs> I was able to fit in them until fairly recently I might still be able to because the I'm best sure selling you
1: can fit inside of it in some manner
0: hold on a fucking second all right <laughs> the description for this says okay so it's it's the cozy coupe by little tykes it says the little tykes cozy coupe is the best selling vehicle since 1979 <laughs>
1: <laughs> the best-selling vehicle
0: yeah are you sure period that sells these sell more than any fucking car you've ever seen i mean it's
1: cheaper than a car whoo there's one for sale in peterborough ontario dude oh shit let's get it let's get it <laughs> what if what if <laughs> twenty dollars what if we got a fucking. A foot car, and we just painted it to be uh, themed <laughs> around our podcast. It's like and a fucking just,
0: blue and purple and orange one?
1: Yeah, yeah. And then you just go out for a fucking rip in it, and <laughs> a, that's advertising, baby. Car.
0: People have turned it into street legal vehicles. The fuck? That's sick. There's like sick mods. There's a whole Wikipedia that's page sick. on it. The cozy coupe, man.
1: Fuck yeah. Man, <laughs> that's
0: wild. That's wild.
1: This rocks.
0: This fucking rocks.
1: Yeah. Wow. Man, I want one now. I don't know where I would put it, what I would do with it. I don't but know, dude. Do, I, I want I want to be in one right now.
0: This actually says in 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 1997, it would have been the fifth best-selling car in the US among real vehicles. <laughs> it was selling that many.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's sick.
0: That rocks. If you're not familiar, We'll put a picture of the car up. If you're not familiar it's like with who the yellow are roof you?
1: and yeah. the orange or like red yeah. body, I mean, you and yeah. I
0: know. Fine, yeah, yeah fuck yeah. it. Alphonse just gave the description. I'm not putting up supplemental material. Fuck you. I'm gonna fuck all you, you, know you visual learners out there. Alphonse just yeah. fucked everything for himself.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm gonna do? You know what our fucking art for this episode's gonna be? <laughs> Is it gonna be that dog in the fucking? It's- it's going to be a real picture of like a white dog inside a real picture of a Fisher Price foot car. Amazing foot car.
0: You refuse. Foot it's car. okay.
1: It's little tykes. It's little tykes, not Fisher. Little tykes, little tykes foot car. <laughs> That's, That's very feels... good.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know the difference. I think there is a difference. There is a difference between Fisher Price and little tykes.
1: Okay. Okay. I just assumed one was like a sub brand. I
0: thought that they were, yeah. Yeah. The logos I remember are, the Fisher-Price one. No, oh, it's... okay, maybe it's, it's... Little Tykes. Maybe this is a yeah. fucking, like, a Mandela effect thing, where the logo you oh, see man, on maybe. it... maybe. But no, Little Tykes is, like, the blue with the red circle around it.
1: Okay, I think, I think yeah, I think that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah.
0: but see, I... Yeah, yeah. anyway, it doesn't fucking matter. What else nice. about this?
1: Um... Oh, man. When I got to that part, I just fucking howled laughing. That was so fucking. I was good. so mad. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, I was so mad. I was just like, fuck, why? <laughs> like, just like, this is the reward you get.
0: Yeah. And then the actual, and, one, it gives and you then then it's
1: the old like old school game over.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then it says, yeah. it, you find it, and it's like, there's another door, or there's another, there's a room between, is what it says. And I'm like, fucking, did you find the secret door?
1: Uh,. I did I did it's there's just a secret door later and you knock on it and it's like this is the only knockable door in the city yeah it's my pride and joy yeah and that's it you don't go in or anything I know
0: and I was like (laughs) I thought this was the room between
1: nope (laughs) just getting ready to fucking kill your arch enemy Toby Fox yeah I was mad it's fine (laughs) Toby Fox doesn't like me (laughs) yeah no
0: um new lore <laughs> he's Toby making Fox these games to you off
1: <laughs> that sounds right that sounds about right um so you know how you wake up in like a dumpster or like next to the dumpster after sure. that
0: most most mornings
1: so that's yeah most mornings <laughs> um that's where spamton sells you the thorn ring in the yeah. uh, no mercy route Um, And if you go down there uh, to that, to where you run into the dog, it's just, it's just that alleyway from the get go. There's no Toby Fox hitting you with a car. Ah, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about Spamton. You want, you mentioned Spamton earlier. Yeah, Let's talk about Spamton. Tumblr's brand new sexy man. Oh, I didn't, it was a fun battle. It was a fun battle trying to decide what does he want me to do? You know yeah. <laughs> the real real social interaction of it was very cool. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely did not get it right away. But yeah. I had a feel he, feeling at the end he didn't want me to take the deal, so I
1: didn't take it. Oh, you didn't become a big shot? No, big shot. Now's your chance to be a big shot. You can be a big shot. <laughs> Man, be it's a big, good big shot. good boss theme. <laughs> yeah, it is. Be a big be a big shot. So what's a big, big shot? shot? A big shot is uh, you know, it's a big shot that's the vibe i got yeah (laughs) you're just a big shot man i'm a big Um, shot. big shot i like that that is the mechanic as well you have the ability to fire big shots i don't know when you when you fight him you uh oh wait does your heart turn yellow when you fight spampton i don't think so and do is there little shooting sections no okay i might be mixing something up because uh so you do the fight with spampton and, you know, it goes, <laughs> it goes how you remember it. Spamton is. And then also, it goes the way it really is. Spamton is also the secret fucking super boss in of the course. Game. Of course. It of is. course. Yeah, of course. Um, and so basically, like what you do is you in the normal route, if you fight him that way. Yeah. yeah. Um, you talk to. Do you remember? Do you remember the. Uh, the blue uh, mouse pointer guy who's like a he's looking for check marks he's yeah, like near the yep. start of the game he's so if sick. you get all of his check marks yeah he'll wander around this extra room in like the basement of the queen's mansion okay and you can like interact with a specific like chair or some shit and it opens another like opening and then you can go into the basement of the mansion and find your way to This like robot or something that's like tied up in these vines and it's like in this like dirty, dusty, like there's like train tracks and it's just like you're in the middle of fucking nowhere underneath the mansion. Okay, scary as fuck. Yeah, you can you can also you can uh, go backwards. You know how there's like the trash pile that you land in after the fight with Birdly on the roller coaster? Yeah, yeah. So if you go to the left from there, there's like that little hole in the wall that leads to this like locked door. And when you interact with it initially, it's like it's locked, right? Like it doesn't let you do anything. Right. But if you go back there after fighting Spampton, it's his shop and you get to like talk to him and he has a bunch of weird dialogue. There's like kind of this thing about like he was getting these phone calls from like his his friend yeah and then they just stopped like talking to him and his like apparently his success as one of the like addisons was like tied to this friend giving him like tips and shit oh Um weird and then yeah he loses communication with the guy and his fucking life spirals to the point where you see him now where he's all like living in a dumpster and, and trying, trying up. to fucking yeah right <laughs> yeah living holy in a fuck. van down by the river <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're going to end up eating a steady diet of government cheese and living in a van <laughs> down, by down by the river, by the river. <laughs> yeah oh, holy fuck what a classic what a classic
1: <laughs> what an absolute classic the poll
0: oh. The pole?
1: Oh, man. The pole. Good pole. The pole. 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 Good pole. Fucking deep. (laughs) So, yeah, living in a van down by the river. Yeah, yeah. Um, i Spamton. Chris
0: Farley is Spamton.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Love that. That's my fan cast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, basically, you can buy this thing called a key gen from him. Okay. Which opens up this, like, little path, um... That's part of the thing that I forgot. That's like part of the path to the basement. Right. Um, And then once you're in the basement, you can find an empty disk that you get from that robot body. And then you come back to Spampton and you give him the disk and it shuts down his shop. And he seems to be like downloaded onto the disk. Okay, sure. And then you go back to the robot. You put it in the body and then you nothing happens. And you just kind of walk away for a minute and then Spampton comes out and is like all fucking crazy looking. You should uh, you should look up a picture of Spampton Neo. So he's no longer a short little guy. It's like his head on like this big, crazy body. I see this. And wow. okay, Yeah. He's like, oh, I wanted to be a big shot. But why do I have these like strings tied to me still? um because he has these like green strings he's hanging from like a like a puppet because he's a weird little puppet man right so you end up like fighting him and he wants he wants your soul because he's like oh that'll make me a big shot like chris just yeah, become a just, big he shot He needs to be a big shot yeah be a big be a big be a big shot be a big shot yeah he actually there's a boss remix uh for of this course as well nice, that's like nice. it's like a m- way more intense version um <laughs> Hit, which is also, it seems to be made up of a lot of, uh, like, bits and pieces from other boss themes. Like, there's, like, the orchestral, like, boom, uh, hits from, from Metaton's theme. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's, okay. like, little bits of bone trussel, like uh, uh, Papyrus's theme, which is is neat. And it just seems to, like, imply, like, oh, this guy's just, like, kind of ripping off of these other themes for his boss theme um yeah so you have like this really fucking intense boss fight with spamton and at the end there's mention of um so Su- Susie af- after the battle is like wow are we not gonna like talk about what what the whatever the fuck that was and they mention um they're like yeah puppets robot or er, puppets strings and and those yeah. huge hands yeah, yeah, yeah. She mentions hands. The which huge hands. Visible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. They okay. aren't visible from our perspective, but they are there. Which right. is really interesting that, like, there was something puppeting Spamton that, like, was out of our view, but in the view of the characters.
0: But, but there's these huge hands in the castle that Queen keeps fucking, Queen, oh, like, the- ties Noelle to them. I'm pretty sure those are separate. And there's like the ones that come up in the in the
1: battery acid. That's true. That's true. And they are giant. That's true. Maybe, yeah, Maybe, maybe it's Queen, uh, controlling him. Well, they're not her but hands. That seems. Yeah, but but I th- I would assume that like all the hands in the castle are kind of or in the mansion are kind of her, her doing property property know? of Queen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, and also um, Chris is like described as having goosebumps and Ralsei asks like if you're okay and no matter which response you choose Ralsei asks why you're screaming which is like wow okay so Chris is like very freaked out by this encounter because there's a lot of dialogue about like uh, not wanting to be controlled yeah, and yeah such yeah. that like feels very like it seems like the soul isn't necessarily in charge of like chris's visual appearance and expression in that moment. right
0: chris knows something
1: here yeah yeah well i yeah. think chris knows that they're being controlled right sure like they're yeah aware of it
0: they are very much a sentient puppet
1: yeah yeah it's terrible. which is uh yeah but yeah, that's why uh, I definitely knew I had to bring up Spamton for this because like it's it feels relevant to that larger lore. Sure.
0: Yeah, that sounds important. I agree completely.
1: Yeah. And then Spamton is also the last boss of the Snowgrave route. Right. Where OK. <coughs> so you do fight like, him just later on. Yeah. And he's basically like taken over the mansion. Whoa okay and you like go through it and everything's like fucked up and there's spampton faces everywhere so spampton's a big fucking deal he's big dick yeah, he's a, big he's dick a big swinging shot. spampton yeah he's a big shot yeah um and it's Holy. kind of implied that like without the queen kind of in his way in that route because Noel's all fucked up and queen's like right. oh my plan's not working right that he was able to just basically like waltz in and do this shit whatever he wants jesus yeah and so when you go to shut down the the fountain he's like, "Hey, I just became a big shot. I'm not going to let you do that." Naturally. Then you have a boss fight against him where it's just you and it's it's pretty tough. So and that's the against
0: like Neo Spamton? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Okay.
1: Yeah. Fuck and that. A, that's a, what
0: I say to that. Good thing I didn't yeah, do it. I didn't have the time. It's a tough it fight. Took, me, took me fucking forever to beat the the Queenie, yeah i don't i couldn't remember whether it took me longer to beat the queen or asgore yeah you had you had some
1: trouble with asgore right i did have some trouble with asgore yeah
0: it's tough i'm not um not what you might call good at video games so
1: (laughs) i think you're i think you're good at some video games like um like katana zero you you did surprisingly well with that one, and I think it's because it's a platformer. I didn't and beat like, it. That's very much your, but not in our time. I guess
0: is that supposed to be a hard game?
1: That's that's a hard game. Yeah, oh. and like you you made really good progress. I remember you mentioning um, you mostly had difficulty at the very end, but like you didn't have a lot true, of issues true. getting yeah. there. No, um, which I would say is like quite good for most people. Like you're kind of expected to bang your head against the end of that game right right yeah okay i am a a platformy guy yeah i I think i think you have games that you are proficient at i think like no one's bad at like every type of game you know everybody's good at something
0: (laughs) what's your thing exactly
1: (laughs) i wanna i'll i'll i played the real hard game that's what everyone says that's what you say it's my favorite yeah (laughs) I, I honestly I some some friends of mine here will like kind of reduce my taste in games to being like oh Alphonse likes difficult games and it's like no there's so many games that are hard and garbage yeah and and lots of games that are easy and good yeah exactly like Disco Elysium doesn't have a difficulty it's just no difficult subject matter <laughs> right yeah it's
0: it doesn't have a difficulty there's no I mean you can fail.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But it's 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 the journey, not the destination, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's not yeah. it's not what you make. It's how you make it.
1: Yeah. In <laughs> in the end, <laughs> That's the a- love we make is equal to the love we take. Like oh. a beetle. Like Mastodon? Yeah. <laughs> like a beetle. Yeah, like Beetles. This is a beetle's. is it? Yeah. What they which think one is that? I think in? it's from the end. Oh. That,
0: isn't that a doors song? No. Maybe it is. It, maybe it is. it's both.
1: Or might be in the end. No, the remember. end. Yeah. I don't know that one. Yeah. It's what the the love you take line is from. Uh, fair
0: enough. That's yeah. I know it from the sparrow by Mastodon.
1: Yeah. I think that might have just been a little little Beatles homage on their end. There you go.
0: So is it good. Okay, Alphonse. Well, I went first for chapter one, and even though uh, you also gave me this, you know, why don't you go first this time?
1: Sure. I think this game is like all around an improvement. Like if the first chapter is kind of like the intro level and kind of lets you get the bearings on the story and the game, this is where like the the pacing immediately picks up and it becomes a lot more interesting the the plot is less rigid it's less of like the the typical like there is a bad king and we need to stop him type storyline which like yeah, yeah, i totally. think works fine for chapter 1 but is very much like set up whereas this one has just a lot more like interesting characters interesting motivations and gets a lot more into like the the overarching lore for the story. I think it adds like a bit more gameplay wise by having like the ability to act with every character. Obviously there's a bit more choice in that. There's like a no mercy route and that, that thing's fucked up and also really well written. Yeah. I think just overall very good, good stuff. Okay. Yeah. I think objectively I'm going to give it, I think, I think objectively and subjectively, I'm going to give it like a 9.5. Oh, wow. That high, huh? Yeah. I think it's, I think it's just a banger whole way through. Like I had no, I I played this when it came out like a week or two ago and I played through both chapters again now and like, yeah, just a, just a blast to play. And no, no feeling of like, okay, I got to play the game again. Like I was just like, yep, here we fucking go. That's, that's thick
0: lad. That's a thick writing. What about your milk? Is that like butter
1: yeah, man, just some wow. just some nice fucking butter. Okay. Yeah, maybe a little funky. Maybe it's a uh, cultured butter. Like it's cultured got, butter. Uh, we like that one yeah. for the point it's five, don't we? We've used that before.
0: Yeah, yeah. Don't know if yeah. I've given anything a nine and just been like butter.
1: Yeah, this is a this is a salted butter.
0: Okay, sure. A little more flavor. You know? Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I
0: saw you shrug. You're like whatever. Like yeah, salted. Sure. Yeah. Uh, for me. I definitely definitely liked it more, a lot more than chapter one. And I rated chapter one fairly low subjectively. I give like a six. It's not low, but like it's the low side of high, you know, it's the low, it's the low side of good. Yeah. um, Yeah. For a subjective rating. And uh, this one I definitely thought was better. Yeah. Like the plot was better. Like you said, pretty much everything that you said I would echo. Um, I didn't do the no mercy route, but that's fine. I liked how it. Gave a little bit more insight into, not really an insight, more of more a hint. It hinted at you know more the player's relationship with the character, with their avatar, yeah. uh, and that kind of autonomy. One thing we didn't mention was there is the part where uh, when it goes to the Noel and Susie scene, uh, Ralsei says, you know, just think really hard about what Susie's up to yeah. or what Noel's up to. I don't remember which one it says. Um, and when it comes back, it is the same thing of like them finishing a conversation.
1: Yeah. right oh, and uh I- interestingly enough in the Snowgrave route the the visual doesn't change. Uh Ralsei is just like are are you Okay, I guess not. And it just hangs yeah. there, which is Interesting. like Interesting. Yeah, yeah.
0: So it doesn't go to the thinking about the Susie and Noel one?
1: Yeah, it just it just hangs there for a bit and then Susie comes back out. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. And it's it seemed kind of implied that Noel is like fucked up in there for sure. the psychological damage of murdering yeah. people. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Um,
0: so oh. I liked that. I think I will probably go with an 8.5. Nice. All around for this one. Yeah. think I'll, yeah, think I'll do, um, I think, I think whipped whipped cream for this one. It's a high yeah. rating. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's but but whipped cream that you, maybe you didn't add enough sugar into.
1: Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I'll go with that. So, yeah. an an eight point five for me and a
1: nine point five from you, Alphonse. Holy. Yes. I I should note, um, like the the comedy is a huge part of it. Is that I getting agree that because like it's so rare to even just like see a video game that makes me laugh. Like, I don't know. Comedy in games is so often like not well done. No, I agree with
0: you. And it's, and it's it manages to carry a weighty story along with it. And yeah, yeah, the jokes in this one definitely landed a lot better.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So what comes next?
0: All right. Okay next time. So, it's cool cuz we only actually have one episode before our Halloween special. So, our Halloween special is going to be super secret. Big I've already secret. hinted at this a few times, but it's going to be super secret. We don't like to tell. Shh. So, instead of us each giving each other something because we don't have something, we're going to do one. We're going to do one and it's going to be a fan suggested one. If you go back and listen to our Q&A,
1: we got a suggestion from Blue is Beautiful. I think they mentioned that they were obsessed with Freddy Got Fingered. Yeah, they did. You're right. They they
0: they said, I'm I'm kind of obsessed with it, I think, yep. was the line. And uh, that's cool. Tom Green is a Canadian um Yep. I like his beer person. And uh, <laughs> yeah, he does have a good beer with Bo's Brewery. Anyway, we're doing Freddy Got Fingered. Yep. Did we already say that? Or did we just mention I did. Tom Green? I oh, just okay. kind
1: of said it out of nowhere. Oh, okay that's
0: good <laughs> we're doing freddie got fingered we're fingering freddie it's gonna be weird i haven't seen it before alphonse maybe saw part of it um
1: yeah i i i saw it as a as a uh like 12 year old an impressionable like youth. youth not ideal
0: tom green makes you gay <laughs> yeah that's well that's what happened to me so you know correlation <laughs> not causation that's important anyway yeah. uh that's going to be our last real episode for October. And then we're going to hit you with scary. So get your yes. gloves on and get ready for Tom green. Yeah. Become a farmer. Is this art good on Facebook and Twitter and on Instagram? Mostly, mostly on Instagram though, actually, yeah. I don't know why I always say it last. Uh, is this art good at gmail.com and anchor.fm FM slash is this art good. That's correct. Reviews and ratings are, things that happen to podcasts sometimes
1: yeah you can review us on pixo as well
0: all right okay bye